Also happening, the Tokyo Olympics. And that despite now four, four athletes who have already tested positive and the opening ceremonies haven't even happened. They're coming up this Friday, set for this Friday. And for more on the upcoming games, your sports expert co-host of Global News Weekend, our good friend Mike Arsenault joins us here on 640 Toronto. Mike, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? And well, thanks. Uh, the games are going ahead, but we'll obviously look and feel very different from any Olympics we've experienced uh, before. And let's maybe start with those opening ceremonies set for again this uh, Friday, which will happen pretty much, Mike, in, a, in an empty stadium. Yeah, it's going to be a, an Olympics unlike any other, Jeff. So yeah, pretty much uh, no one in attendance for the opening ceremonies. And you really have to feel for these athletes, like many athletes, they get one shot at making it to the Olympics. This is the culmination of their athletic careers. It's already been postponed by a year and the experience will be completely different than what you're used to. And unfortunately for athletes, once they're finished competing, either once their events are done or once they're eliminated from competition, Jeff, they have to leave within 48 hours. So they don't even get to enjoy that full Olympic Village experience. They're pretty much going to be shuttled in compete, strict quarantine. They're going to be not able to move around the city whatsoever, have to stay in the Olympic Village, go to their events. Once they're done, they have to come home. So they're really missing on that typical Olympic experience, unfortunately. Yeah, because that usually traditionally is a big part of the Olympic experience. I mean, certainly, you know, you get to participate in your sport, but uh, the other part of it for the athletes is been at least in the past, Mike, that experience in the Olympic Village and experiencing uh, the entire games and uh, meeting, you know, different athletes from different countries. Meeting different athletes from different countries and also the opportunity to check out some different events. We have some new uh, sports this year and with no fans being able to be in attendance and of course athletes can't check them out either. They won't be able to check out the, uh, the baseball and softball, which is returning to the Olympics this year. Karate and surfing are uh, two new sports in the competition and we'll just have to depend on uh, TV coverage or the athletes will have to depend on TV coverage like us uh, here at home to watch any of it. How much of an effect do you think will no spectators, Mike, how much of an effect will that have on the athletes and their performance? I don't think it's going to have much of an impact at all, Jeff. Now, for Global News, over the past six months, I've been producing a series called Training for Tokyo, and I've interviewed six different athletes, Canadian athletes in six different sports, about how they've dealt with the uncertainty surrounding this Olympic Games, the preparation, and every single athlete, I was just so impressed with their mental strength and their mental fortitude of just being able to take all this uncertainty, controlling what they can control and just focus on what they need to do to be at their best in Tokyo. I figured for sure a number of these athletes would have been impacted by the shutdown from last year and having to postpone things for one calendar year. Many of them said, well, it gave me an opportunity to be even stronger than I would be typically during an Olympic year. So honestly, I don't think having no fans in attendance are going to impact these world-class athletes whatsoever. Yeah, I'm wondering if it also depends on the sport. And you can certainly speak to this, uh, Mike, because I'm just thinking off the top of my head, something like diving. When you're there and you're on the, uh, the edge or you're on the uh, diving platform, Maybe there you're just trying to focus and it's usually fairly quiet anyways until after you hit the water. Maybe that's a, a bit of an advantage or won't affect you much. But do you think there's some other sports that uh, traditionally are played in big stadiums that uh, teams, maybe team sports, that they kind of ride that wave uh, of the, the crowd and the enthusiasm and the noise? I mean, sure, there definitely is an impact of momentum and especially for Japanese athletes not having the home crowd behind them. It will 
feel a little bit different and it could have some impacts on their performances. But again, I think generally athletes are able to persevere through any type of uncertainty, any type of adversity. So I honestly don't think it's going to be a huge impact. Of course, it would be nice just for the atmosphere to kind of have that crowd there. I think back to the greatest game that I've ever seen at Olympics was the Canadian women's soccer team versus the USA in 2012 in London. And that was just an incredible atmosphere. So we're going to lose something like that a little bit. Watching at home, I think, will be impacted as well, Jeff. But unfortunately, the last 16 months, we've been used to watching professional sports without fans. So this will have to just do the same with uh, the Olympics this year. Mike, you mentioned uh, persevering through adversity. And part of that adversity, of course, is COVID and uh, what's going on uh, right now. Tokyo is in a state of emergency. As I mentioned off the top, now four athletes have already tested uh, positive at these uh, games and they haven't even begun yet. Do you think these games, uh, can they be uh, held safely? And what sort of impact, if any, might that have on the athletes? Well, if, if I put myself in that situation, Jeff, and I think if many of us put ourselves in that situation, yeah, we'd be a little bit uh, mentally undone with all of this uh, concern over COVID and what is happening right now in Tokyo and in the Olympic Village. But I think these athletes, again, they're the tip of the spear. They're able to compartmentalize what they need to focus on. I'm sure there is going to be some reticence for sure on athletes even going over there and kind of getting tested every day and following all the protocols. So it definitely will. I think, again, we're talking about the, the tip of the spear, the uh, razor thin margins when you're at this world-class level. So potentially the lack of fans and having to follow all these strict po- uh, protocols and the uncertainty of not having people that you know, they're able to watch you that you can talk to. And with that threat of COVID uh, looming over the heads of these athletes, I think that again, could impact uh, if all else being equal, who uh, ends up on the podium in some events for sure. Talk about these games and them uh, being held safely or as safe as possible. And I also want to ask you about the other big headline uh, coming out today regarding the Olympic Games. Not only the four athletes who have now tested positive, but also Toyota, Mike. They have pulled their sponsorship. They're not going to show any ads during the Olympics. They had big, big plans for these games. What, if anything, does that tell us, do you think? I mean, the Olympics, along with the World Cup, are pretty much the biggest branding opportunity on earth. So I think that is extraordinarily telling that a company the size of Toyota with a worldwide imprint is deciding to remove themselves from advertising at this year's games. And there's rumors that many other companies based in Japan will follow suit. But I think, honestly, I I feel somewhat, it's hard to feel sympathy for the IOC, but I feel somewhat Uh, sympathetic for the organizers of these Olympics because so much money has been put into these games over the past 10 to 12 years. And and yes, there is a a health issue with holding the games. There's a safety issue. They're going to try and do what they can to make it as safe as possible. I just don't see what the alternative could have been, Jeff, when you've put billions of dollars into this just to cancel it for another year and say, sorry to everyone. We'll see you again in 2024 in Paris. I just don't think that was realistic. All right, finally, there's been a few high-profile withdrawals for Team Canada, most notably on the tennis side with Andrescu and Shapovalov uh, not going. But who are Canada's best hopes, do you think, for medals in the next couple of weeks? Is there you know, a few athletes or a few sports you're really keying on? Well, one sport a little bit off the beaten path uh, for many people. Of course, the, the crown jewel is the 100-meter dash. Uh, for both the men and women. So we'll have Andre de Grasse, who, of course, had the uh, epic battles with Usain Bolt back in uh, 2016. So, of course, you have to look toward him for sure. But I look at the uh, Canadian beach volleyball duo, uh, Sarah Pavin uh, leads that team. 
they have a great chance to medal. And uh, I, I mentioned uh, track and field, the decathlon. So we have two competitors in the decathlon, uh, Damian Warner and Pierce LePage. I actually had an opportunity to interview uh, Pierce for my training for Tokyo series. And he carries himself with a quiet confidence. He actually uh, just has had some great performances at world championships and meets so far this year. And uh, some prognosticators have uh, the potential for we could potentially put two Canadians on the podium in the decathlon uh, huh. potentially for uh, this year, the Olympics, both uh, Damian Warner and Pierce LePage. And of course, we're quite strong in the pool as well. Kylie Mass uh, definitely has a chance to uh, bring a couple more medals home. And of course, Penny Oleksiak, who had uh, some great success back in 2016 in Rio. Did she ever? All right. We are just days away. Mike, uh, thanks for this. Appreciate it as always. And remember, uh, Jeff and everyone at home, 13 hours ahead. So start doing that mental map now to figure out when events <laughs> will actually be on here in Canada. Absolutely. That's another Olympic event right there. Just figuring out uh, what time uh, some of these events are on. Mike Arsenault, appreciate it. Sports expert and co-host of Global News Weekend with us here as the Tokyo Games now just days away.